Welcome moms of all stages. If you've ever thought you were a bad mom, if you have, you're in the right place. I'm Jody, your host. I'm a mom of four, a 20-year educator and behavior specialist, and certified life coach. On this podcast, you'll hear about family life at its best and at its worst and everywhere in between. We'll talk about mental health and inclusion and other hard topics, but most importantly, we will talk about how you can define good mom on your terms. You can show up as the mom you want to be starting now. Let's get started. Hi, moms. I am trying to think of the best topic for this week, and I kept thinking that I haven't done an episode on mistakes I've made, and that seems to be relevant this week. (laughs) So I'm going to give you three mistakes I've made and hope that you can either relate to the mistakes because we can all benefit from not feeling alone as we navigate our life as moms. It's always just helpful sometimes to feel like, okay, we're not the only one doing that, right? But also maybe it'll be for some of you, something you can prevent yourself because we know we're going to make a ton of mistakes, but just getting a heads up on ones that you might be able to prevent can be really helpful. So the first mistake that I made, if I could go back and change, I think that it's worrying about what other people think, particularly as a mom. I think that when we can stay focused on what is best for our kids and for us as a family and just totally, you know, let it go what other people think. It's so freeing when we can do that. And for me, I look back and see there were just so many times that I just cringe now that I think, why was I even worried about that? Right? Why did I care that whatever person was uncomfortable because my child was dysregulated and throwing a fit in public or whatever, right? I mean, I think that I would have handled and supported my child so much better if I would have completely been not concerned with the other person and being distracted by that, right? And just being able to attend to my child, give them attention and compassion and just be with them and listen to what they needed and and just not be concerned with other people. And I think even when you have adult kids, sometimes there will be questions that are asked and people will say something like, "Oh, are you helping them when they when they aren't managing their budget very well?" and you know, "Are you bailing them out?" There's a lot of opinions out there about you know, about financial adulting responsibilities. And it doesn't matter what stage there is. There's always going to be a range of opinions about any kind of parenting decisions. And as that comes up, I feel like I do so much better when I just let people have their opinions and ask their questions. And I can be really confident in defending And not even defending my child's decision in a defensive way, but 
but just saying matter of factly, oh no, I trust them. They're, they're going through a rough patch with that right now, but I really think that they're going to come through it fine. I trust them. We've got this. And, you know, and sometimes I don't even feel like I need to respond. And I think that sometimes feels really good too. To, On the other hand, if it is about, you know, decisions that I'm making that I feel good about, then I think it's great for me to be able to say that too. Like, no, I've decided right now in this circumstance with this particular kid, not for all my kids because fair does not mean equal, but in this particular situation, this is the right thing and it's going to be great. They're going to do fine with this. And so that was my first mistake that I have learned to turn around. And then the second mistake I want to share with you is it's the fixing mentality. It's just that there's a feeling that kind of rises up in me that even if I consciously I have tried to train myself (laughs) and even if I'm very intentional about it and I try to just be a listener and I try not to rush in and try to solve the problem, I find that that still sneaks up on me. And when I'm at my weak moments and I might be overtired or just kind of dealing with my own things, that is an area where I will default. And I will go back into like trying to solve and fix. And it just happened this week where I did this and, and I even consciously tried not to. And yet I just kind of like slipped back into that, into that pattern. But here's what I realized this time. And I hope this can help you all. I used to think that when I was doing that, it was because I didn't want my kids to be suffering and in pain. and that seemed like a logical response, right? Like I'm a mom. I don't want them to be in pain. So I'm going to rush into fix. But what I realized this week is that it's not even so much about them as it is about me. Right. And what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to, it's not about their, them feeling hurt. It's about me feeling hurt. And I'm trying to alleviate my own pain. So you might be able to relate to this too um, as a mom, but I tend to absorb other people's pain sometimes. It seems like when I'm like at my weak points, (laughs) right? Then if I see my kids really angry or upset or hurting, sometimes I can just like go right there with them And I feel that same way. And yet I don't want to feel pain, which is so crazy because like really feeling empathy is like to feel what someone else is feeling in a way that, you know, that you can really relate to it. Right. And, and so it's so interesting that, that I will want to resist that sometimes. And then I will go to this place where I'm I'm really not who I want to be. I kind of like distort the emotion and it just, it gets more intense and it gets kind of just icky. I just get like where they're frustrated. I kind of take it to the next level and I get kind of angry. And when they're sad, 
instead of just being sad with them, I tend to get kind of like this, it's sad, but it's at a different, it has kind of an edge to it. It's, um, it's kind of like a mad sad and like, it just isn't helpful, right? Like if you think about when you're going through something rough and you reach out to someone you trust, you want them to be like empathetic in the sense of recognizing that you're going through something hard, but you don't want them to be mad. You don't want them to be, to fall apart emotionally. You don't want them to rush in and be like, well, you, you know, do this or do that. And I do all of those things when I'm not at my best. (laughs) So, so that is definitely another mistake. And, and I don't think any of the mistakes we make, it's not like we learn about them and then we don't make them anymore. We get better. We get better at not making them as often, but, um, but they still sneak up on us. And that makes sense because they're, they're programmed in there. They have a lot of practice in our brain. Those neural pathways have been formed and they're well-worn paths. So it's what makes sense that they happen. But when you get a deeper awareness, I think then you have a better chance of not repeating those mistakes. And so the deeper awareness this time for me was that this is about my pain. This is about me triggering my own healing that I need to do. And so I think with that awareness, I'm going to do, I hope I'm going to do a little better in preventing myself from rushing in to help and fix next time. And then the last mistake I want to share this week is, it's just the mistake of, I guess I would call it comparing, comparing our family or our kids or our situation with other families and kids and situations that seem other families seem to be doing better or they're not as challenged, right? I just don't find that to be a useful expenditure of energy or time at all. And it's so interesting how we naturally default to doing that. Um, or at least I do. And I realized why that bothers me so much. You know, when I think about what are the mistakes I made that I don't want to keep making and what I want to share with all of you, if you're doing these things is that all the time that we spend or any time that we spend comparing and feeling like we are less than in any way, or our kids are less than in any way. If you really think about that, that is such a waste of time. And it's not a way to honor our kids or ourselves or our family at all. And it's just not even accurate, really, right? Like even when you when you do compare and you say, oh, you know, they're look what their family's doing. They seem to be really successful or whatever the comparison is, right? If you really think about that, it is a snapshot in time and it is actually just our perception of whatever that is. So if it's, whether it's pictures we're seeing on social media or if, you know, they're in our neighborhood or we see them somewhere, it's still just our perception. We are not seeing the whole story of what's going on. And just like in our own families where we have a 50-50 mix of successful happy 
things going well, relationships are good, um, jobs are fine, you know, all the things. We also have all the other things. <laughs> we have the big blow up we had last weekend about money, or we have the, you know, the appliance that just broke down or the jury duty next week and the mixed up schedules and, you know, just, just the real life things. And so does everyone else. So just to recap, probably my top three mistakes as a mom, and I don't know if this is, I can't even say this is because we had extra challenges. I think this is just more about me and me trying to heal some of my own stuff. So the top three mistakes that I had were worrying about what other people think. That was number one. Number two, rushing in to fix things. And number three, comparing to other families, other situations, other kids, other moms. And what I want to offer to you all about these three mistakes is that first of all, mistakes are valuable. They teach us something. They help us recognize what, in my case, (laughs) what I need to work on, right? These things are way more about me than about my mom abilities. They're about my own healing. And then the other thing about mistakes is that not only do we learn from them and do they add value when we experience them, but they also are part of the 50-50. Just like when we compare like the example of, you know, we all have good things going on and we have also, we're going, we know we're going to have the flip side. We know we're going to have the normal parts of life where there's happy things and sad, there's easy things and challenging things and, and all of those opposites, right? And so mistakes are the opposites of our successes. And in that regard, they're really supposed to happen. They're, they're not something that's bad or something to be ashamed of. They're, you know, they're part of our story as moms. They're part of our story as a family and they make our family story unique. They make our ability as a mom and our persona as a mom unique. And so I think embracing our mistakes and, and being able to look at them and kind of, you know, laugh at them a little bit or, um, you know, just, even have that deeper awareness like I did this week on on the one mistake around rushing into fix. And so that's what I'd like to share with you is that mistakes are not a bad thing, but they're definitely something we can learn from. So think about the mistakes that you have made or that you're feeling like you're currently making and allow yourself to look at them from the lens of being curious and interested and and just asking yourself, well, what do I want to make this mean about me or about my family? And then you decide what you want to make it mean. That's what I have for you this week. And I will be back next week with a new topic. Thanks for listening. 
If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.